Welcome to Atheist Reading, Episode 6. I'm your host, Sean. Uh, today we're going to be looking at Genesis Chapter 7, which is Noah's Ark. And then, of course, at the end of the show, we wouldn't be able to talk about Noah's Ark and not at least make a little bit of fun of Ken Ham. So, uh, hold on tight and let's get going. Genesis Chapter 7 And the Lord said to, unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee I have seen righteous before me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by sevens, the male and his female, and of beasts that are not clean by two, the male and his female. Every clean beast by the sevens. What the hell is the point of that? Uh, it's still much too small of a number to prevent inbreeding and uh, introduce enough genetic diversity for the species to actually survive. Um, but, you know, if two is good enough for all the other animals, why does he need seven of each of the clean beasts? Uh, we're already pretty strapped for room on this alleged ark, um, and I would think we wouldn't want to add any extra weight. Also, how does he know which animals are considered clean? Right, of, of fowl, also of the air by sevens, the male and the female, to keep seed alive upon the face of the earth. And seven pairs, or maybe just seven total? Why? Why, why, why? Uh, okay, uh, for seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty nights. And every living substance that I have made, I will destroy from off the face of the earth. Every living substance. I guess he forgot about all the bacteria, plants that can live underwater, bugs that can live on water, animals that can survive on floating debris for a while, uh, undersea life, whatever else manages to find a way to wait out the storm, because life finds a way. It really does. Um, you, you know, I, and I also like how it specifies 40 days and 40 nights. I would have thought the nights are kind of implied. I mean, you're not going to have 40 days and 36 nights. It's kind of a package deal as I understand it. Uh, but Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was 600 years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood of clean beasts, and of beasts that are not clean, and of fowls, and of everything that creepeth upon the earth. There went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, the male and the female, as God had commanded Noah. That seems like an awful lot of coordination. Have you ever tried to even get ten people to show up in the same place at the same time? Also, I am more than anything curious how the kangaroos got there. They make their own little ark that they sailed from Australia to Asia or to Africa and then just hop the rest of the way. Kangaroos aren't exactly known to be distant swimmers, uh, so they must have had to fashion a boat of some kind, which makes me wonder that why they didn't just hang out on their little boat during the storm. Uh, this is this is a real question I need answered. Uh, maybe they could just call it the uh, uh, their boat the Bouncy McBounce Face. I don't know. All right, so we move on to the Great Flood, uh, verse 10. And it came to pass, after seven days, that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. Where did the water come from? So, I mean, really. Um, in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, seventeenth day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up, and the windows of heaven were opened. Okay, I mean, actually, where did the water come from? We know there are no fountains of the great deep that can just pour out water, and there's no reserves of water ready to pour out of the windows of heaven. Uh, but anyway, the rain was upon the earth 40 days and 40 nights. Again with the 40 days and 40 nights, I just don't get it. 
Uh, but in the selfsame day entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Jepheth, the sons of Noah and Noah's wife, and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. Don't really care about their names. They're just women after all. Uh, they and every beast after his kind and all the cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth after his kind and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. And they went in unto Noah into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein is the breath of life. And they went in, went in male and female of all flesh, as God had commanded him, and the Lord shut him in. Why Noah didn't just shut the door, but, you know, whatever. Um, And the flood was forty days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bared up the ark, and it was lifted above the earth. Hey, they listened to me. No point in mentioning the forty nights. <laughs> and the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters. And the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were under the whole heaven were covered. Okay, it is math time here. Uh, earth is 71% water and 29% land. Uh, the average height above sea level for all land is 2,756 feet or 840 meters. Uh, the average height of the surface of the earth, you know, so taking into account the 71% that's at sea level, uh, we're just going to call, we're going to not even take into consideration the lakes and stuff that are above sea level. Uh, average height of the surface of the earth is 799 feet. Uh, or 243.6 meters. According to the United States Geological Survey, there are about 332,500,000 cubic miles of water in, on, and above the Earth. The floodwaters would add another 1,079,000,000 cubic uh, miles of water, or over three and a quarter times of all the water that currently exists on Earth, just suddenly appearing. Um, I'm going to include the math for this in the show notes, but I'm just going to run over it real quick uh, for just for the fun of it. Uh, so the average Earth radius, uh, average yeah, average uh, radius of the Earth is 3,959 miles. The uh, average volume of the Earth, or approximate volume of the Earth, uh, is 2.599 times 10 to the 11th cubic miles. Uh, Earth's average volume minus all the water on Earth is about 2.596 times 10 to the 11 cubic uh, 10 to the 11th cubic miles. The highest waters rose would have been 29,051 feet, uh, which is Mount Everest plus 22 feet or roughly 15 cubits. Um, so 29,051 minus uh, 789, which is the average um, the height of the surface of the Earth, 28,252 feet. Uh, which is 5.351 miles on average in the increase in the radius for the surface of the Earth, which we're going to call um, the, the new sea level would be the new surface of the Earth, which means um, that the new average radius of the Earth is 3,964.351 miles. Um, so there was a um, average volume or the volume of the earth during the flood of uh, would be 2.61 times 10 to the 11th cubic miles uh, which leaves us with uh, 1 billion 79 million cubic miles of water that just came out of nowhere three and a quarter times all the water that's currently on earth just popping out of nowhere all right well yeah so very likely I, i'm sure you uh, i'm sure you feel it the same as i do 
So we'll uh, jump back in here to verse 20. Fifteen cubits upward did uh, waters prevail, and all the mountains were covered. Uh, and all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beast and of every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth and every man, all in whose nostrils was the breath of life, of all that was that in the dry land died. And every living substance was destroyed which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle and the creeping things and the fowl of the heaven, and they were destroyed from the earth. And Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark. And the waters prevailed upon the earth a hundred and fifty days. I just want to stop and reflect on the fact that this is the God Christians say is kind and is good. This is the God we're supposed to strive to follow. This God just murdered every single living thing except for an infinitesimal percentage of the creatures. Why would anyone think this is a good thing? How is this supposed to be good? I can't think of any way you could spin this to make it sound anything but evil. Many Christians and Catholics will claim that this is just an allegory, you know, a poem. Uh, okay, that's great. But what lesson are we supposed to learn from this? The only thing I can think of uh, to learn would be either A, don't piss off God because he's a dick, or B, don't kill all the things you made, or maybe it's referencing your children or things you kind of made or something, uh, because that would be like what God did, because God's a dick. This is the God that Christians want to let back into schools. This is the God that we supposedly can't be moral without. This is the God who's omnibenevolent. This is just so disgusting. I can barely imagine the mental gymnastics that are required to view this God as gracious and courteous rather than a wicked and immoral character um, that I see him as. If you want to believe this stuff, that's fine with me. But don't force it on the rest of us. Don't force it in schools. Don't force it in government. It doesn't belong there. It's nonsense. It's garbage. And this is why I and so many others do what we do, to keep this nonsense from polluting the minds of children and from influencing public policy where it does not belong. So please, if this is something you want to do, by all means, go ahead and do it, but leave the rest of us out of it. And you can tell me all you want how you think faith is a virtue, but I think faith is despicable ugly and it's uh it's a surrender of your mental faculties i can't believe that anybody isn't ashamed to have the to have these beliefs and to claim faith over reason i'm sure most of you are familiar with uh, answers in genesis ark encounter project uh this monstrosity is the mentally disabled brainchild of answers in genesis president ken ham uh, the Ark is supposed to show the plausibility of the Noah's Ark story, though I'd have to say it fails remarkably at that task. Uh, whether it's Ham's made-up scientific terms, such as kinds, or the excuses he makes up for blatant contradictions, or his ability to swindle the state of Kentucky uh, taxpayers into an $18 million tax break, it's hard to ignore that he has been a very successful con artist. He doesn't have a huge salary, but he did take a home, a not-so-meager $146,951 salary in 2014. But luckily for the good of all humanity, his uh, amusement museum has provided a very underwhelming attendance record so far, at least compared to his projected numbers that were made up to support his plea for the tax break in the first place. So while he will presumably continue to delude himself and anyone else he can, the rest of us can sit back and watch the train wreck that is the Ark Encounter. Um, and if you ever find him asking his favorite question of all, Were you there? 
You can answer like almost everyone else who didn't bother to show up for his ridiculous pet project. No, I wasn't. Thanks for joining in while I just rambled on as usual, but we're going to call it a day now. Um, New episodes are released every two weeks for the moment. Uh, I do plan on moving them up to one per week if people keep on listening. I really do love what I'm doing here, so uh, if you like what I'm doing too, just keep keep listening. Um, you know, so if you want to support the show, give it a five star rating on iTunes, Stitcher, wherever else you can find podcasts. Uh, the best thing you can do is just share it. Uh, you know, share it on Facebook if you want, Twitter. Just tell people about the show. Um, you know, just keep me making more. If you have any questions, comments, or general feedback, you can email me at atheistreading at gmail.com. Tweet to at atheist underscore reading on Twitter. Uh, hit me up on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash atheistreading or head on over to Patreon um, at patreon.com forward slash atheistreading uh, to join the conversation there. And if you feel like it, you can make a per episode donation, which will uh, give you a 3D, uh, 3D printed atheist reading bookmark now if you hit the $3 donation. The next episode will air on Wednesday, August 10th for patrons or Thursday, August 11th for the rest of you. Uh, Have a great week, and we'll see you next time. Bye.